Hello and welcome to the State of Play. This is a brand new podcast that is going to be about not just tabletop wargaming, but about how that affects your life and everything in between. My name is Jack. I am an Army veteran. I'm a 40k player. I also play AOS and I've dabbled in War Machine a bit. And my compatriots are going to introduce themselves as well. My name is Grant. Uh, I play everything non-GW. Um, I actually probably one of the person at the table that we're going to talk to. I hate GW, hate the products, don't like their business platform. That's why I've gone to everything else ranging from War Machine, Malifaux, Wild West Exegus, uh, Star Wars Legion, Marvel Crisis Protocol, and Infinity, and anything else that the YouTube gods will show a starter game, I probably will pick up at one point or another. Um, and I play every chance I can get, that being said with the pandemic in, is few and far between. Uh, but I do play with these guys when I can. They're my number one group. Uh, speaking of that, I'm going to kick it over to Andy. Yeah, hi, my name's Andy, uh, the older brother of Jack, who's sitting across the table. Uh, I'm a 40K main player, uh, also have played AOS, but like Grant, I'm a huge fan of the non-GW games, big fan of Marvel, Crisis Protocol, uh, Infinity, and Star Wars as well. Uh, but yeah, sticking to 40K most of the time, uh, just getting back into it, obviously, with COVID and whatnot. I uh, used to be a tournament player, but obviously not doing that much anymore. So, yeah, just trying to get back into it with 9th Edition. Haven't really gotten to play yet, so that's where I'm at right now with the game. So I'm moving it over to the other Jack. Yeah, I'm the other Jack. I'm the old Jack. I'm Jack Sr., as opposed to a little Jack who started this all off. And uh, you could say that I've been playing games as long as he's been alive. I used to play things like Squad Leader and all the Avalon Hill games way back in the day. Um, Got into miniatures sometime around like 20-some years ago. In fact, I have miniatures that are older than some of the people in our game group. But uh, played a lot of GW for many years, and um, all of a sudden, um, after tens of thousands of dollars were spent on GW products, I started noticing that there were these other games out there, like uh, Bolt Action is one of my favorites, Star Wars Legion, stuff like that, that for $150... I could pick up an entire, you know, the book and the entire uh, army for a tournament set up, paint it up, and be ready to go. Um, so I've really been expanding into other games. I love Infinity. I love uh, War Machine and all that stuff. So, you know, uh, I've, I've seen it all, really. And um, I still play a lot of AOS. I love AOS. Uh, because of COVID, I haven't been playing as much. And... I uh, had to convert my war room into living space for a while because I got somebody living in my house with me right now, but that's going to end soon, and I'm looking forward to getting my game room back. There you go, life affecting our gameplay and such. But uh, So here we go. We're going to enjoy this. Yeah, and uh, on that topic, uh, it's not just your game room. It's, it's our game room. Our it belongs to guess. us. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> War Room is a, is a community place. It's where it's all, it's all of our safe space, right? Yeah, I pretty much use it to just drink. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. So with that, we're going to talk about the state of our game. And when we talk about the state of our game, we mean like our hobby as a whole. You know, what are you doing with your hobby? How is your life affecting your hobby? How is your hobby affecting your life? And the whole concept of what a hobby is, I guess, right? Because a hobby isn't just something you do in your idle time. It's also like 
your community, right? That's how we all ended up being friends. <clears throat> Unfortunately, um, <laughs> brings us here today. Right. So in my case, you know, I'm a former 40K tournament player. I spent about two years competing on the circuit, got pretty decently highly ranked as a, as a Necron player. I was my primary army, played Blood Angels in the off time. Spent a lot of time reading a lot of books, which is what, you know, 40K is. It's who can read the books the best and find the best way to break the game. Too many it? books. You know? Too many that's, books. Mm-hmm. That's something we'll get into when we talk about the state of 40K, which I'm sure people can probably empathize with. I right? got some things to say. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, with the onset of COVID, I just went to uh, to painting. I wasn't even painting 40K stuff. Grant has a literal metric ton of uh, terrain that I attempted to work my way through. I got a couple pieces done. One. Hey, one in like six eighths, seven eighths. What? What? Technically, it's three. The, 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 the tower's like done. Look, look, just because it's broken into three pieces and you painted the roof purple doesn't mean you've accomplished your goal. I'll finish. That it would be a failure in this community. I will. Uh, I will finish the tower. Which, if anyone's curious, it's like a two foot tall freaking tower that breaks into a million different pieces. I got. It takes time. Yeah, it's uh, yeah that the tower. If anybody out there knows, uh, Broken Egg Games is a small shop online. They they for some time had uh, a heavy partnership with a resin terrain company. I think they were out of Poland, and they created a lot of heavy heavy high fantasy terrain. Um, that's what he's talking about. So yeah. images are up online out there uh, if, if you're looking to, to take a peek at that. I think you can still find it in some off corners. Uh, but that's what he's talking about if you need a reference. And we'll also put it up on the Facebook page uh, so that you could all check out. Well, now uh, I've got to finish painting it. Well, they need to see your failure. <laughs> so uh, uh, give it a couple years. Stick with us on this podcast for a while and you may yeah. see it finished. In Little Jack's defense, he did paint almost all of my 40K terrain that he did. That he did not think was painted up to quality, so he came over to my house for three <clears throat> weeks straight and just painted terrain like that was a rush job if I've ever seen. Oh one. my it god, it turned out so well. Though. It, yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. But it's but but he does do good work. So it was well done. Okay, no, no. So that makes sense. I will finish the tower. That makes sense. I mean, you know, who, I mean, you said you were in the army. I mean, we're talking about commitments here. And you, made, <laughs> you made a commitment for me, but I, I guess that's just not good enough. Okay. All right, guys, I'll finish this damn tower. All right, we'll, we'll get there. But that's part of the state of my game is that once I got through painting the terrain and I saw there was really no point in learning more about tabletop games, you know, and like because you're in a constant state of learning when you're a tabletop player and you're at all competitive. Even if you're casual, because there's always a new faction or a new sub-faction of that faction in the book that you end up learning about, and it's a constant state of learning. And it's all, you know, not necessarily a series of gotcha moments for who knows what versus who doesn't know what, right? But I know that was confusing English, you know. The, 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 the <laughs> I, we get it. People yeah. who are in the know and people Us tabletop, who are not we, we get know, it. Right? Yeah. Um, that was part of the frustration. It was a lot of effort for seemingly no reward at this point because there was no way to go out and play. You know, we couldn't even see our friends and see these guys for months. Um, and that's just part of what, yeah, I'm crying on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's part of what COVID has done. I think COVID, you know, uh, I don't, it certainly didn't kill the hobby, but it kind of forced people to like retreat into their own hobby holes and kind of like maybe evaluate what the hobby is to them. That's what it was to me. Mm-hmm. 100%. Well, yeah. well, speaking of that, I mean, do you think, do you think we're going to, as, as a community in all the games, mm. not just GW, everything, 
do you think that this pandemic is going to grow the community? Because like you just said, a lot of people, you know, I mean, let's call it what it is. Most hobbyers are introverts Mm -hmm. into this. You know, you got the hardcore painters that don't really enjoy going to tournaments, but Mm -hmm. then you have those extroverts that do. Mm -hmm. Do you think we're going to get more people into this community based on the fact that they've had to build backlog, paint unpainted models, or do you think we're going to lose more because people weren't able to connect and play like usual, aside from growth of Tabletop Simulator? That's a great question. Yeah, and I, I humbly submit this, is that either way, the hobby will change. Now, I know that was kind of an ambiguous answer, but I'll go. here's my thought. So, yes, we will have more people in the hobby, to answer your first question, and here's why. Because not only are there going to be people, you know, who want to play games inside their little bubbles, their own safe, COVID-safe communities, and if it's not an online game, might as well be a tabletop game, right? Somebody who at one time played 40K or heard about 40K or AOS or something, you know, the one guy in the group introduces it to the rest of the group, all of a sudden, it's a whole new, you know, little community playing the tabletop game. On top of that, you're going to have guys who had models for years, forgot about them, they got locked inside for a year. And they found the models again. We're like, well, holy crap. I can come back to this. This is fun. This has been really tranquilizing to paint these models. Maybe I can go out and play a game with them. I know a couple of guys in the military who did that. Went back and you know dropped $400 on models at a GW store to, to kickstart their hobby again. And it'll be true, I think, of other games as well. You know, Whatever game pervades your community, you might find yourself playing Star Wars Legion. You know? Or Infinity or something like that. So I think that certainly, you know... The, the community will grow like a bubble. It's going to burst once we can, like, you know, be together in in places and games. I don't think gaming... You know, some people uh, during the whole pandemic thing, I heard people say that, oh, you know, gaming's going to die out. People can't get together. People can't have gaming. The tabletop simulator games um, have definitely brought other people in and mm-hmm. kept some of the people who are huge tabletop gamers going. And some of those people who I've talked to are like, yeah, I can't wait to get my stuff back on the table again. I'm just doing this in the interim. Um, the, on the other side of things, um, it, it's like there are people who are starting to get into, it's not just about tabletop gaming too. One thing I've noticed and, and you have to thank groups like, uh, who are those D and D people who are all over the place now? Oh, uh, oh uh, critical, critical role, critical role yeah. and stuff like that. D&D is huge. D and D is huge. And it's something that people could do. During the pandemic, virtually, I knew people that were doing whole D&D campaigns with six, seven people. Yeah, Yeah. and everybody was doing it virtually, which, you know, it's always more fun in a group, but at least they were doing it. And there are always groups like, you know, Grant and I cheated a little bit because we're in good proximity to each other, and he was lonely over here. So I would come so, over and he does get yeah, lonely. and it'd yeah, be like, so hey, this true. week we're playing Star Wars Legion. A couple weeks later, we're playing Infinity, and you know we get together, you know, have a couple of beers and and play some games and okay, whiskey and beers and whatever. But anyways, um, but the the hobby's gonna keep going. Uh, but like you said, it is gonna change. People and, and the group is changing. People are changing. Well, mm-hmm. maybe I'm a little bit more pessimistic about it than you guys, but for our group, the hobby the hobby has changed. I mean, I've introduced you into Infinity Legion right at the the crux of when the pandemic started. You know, all of us, we got into War Machine on some level because of that campaign. Like crazy. Right. (laughs) Legion for you, Andy, as well. But that's our group. And, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm on the fringe, but I think, you know, I feel like Tabletop Simulator and the growth or the expansion and the accessibility of that has, in my opinion, maybe unfavorable, has hurt the hobby. 
I mean, if more companies, I mean, you got to think, if more companies viewed the accessibility as the key marketing aspect of their little hobby space, well, what what if more if they can reach more people via technology and more mm. people are adopting that, especially now in the state of age we're in, what does that mean for tabletop in real life, and what does that mean for any type of growth like that? I I would put it this way, you know, some guys are fine swinging away at a golf simulator they set up in their basement, but they really want to get out on the links. You know, I would I would use that as an analogy where you know playing virtually is one thing and it will satisfy you on a, on a maybe a, a gameplay or tactical level where you got to play it out but anyone who's played on a tabletop knows what that sensation feels like hearing the tumble of the dice moving your pieces around really you know immersing yourself in the uh the situation i'm coming this is coming from like a tabletop there's there's nothing it's a good analogy yeah there's there's nothing quite like seeing fully painted armies on a fully modeled you know 3d table it's just the coolest thing all the displays and stuff like I don't oh know, you guys, we were all heartbroken when this hit and we couldn't go to Adepticon. Right before Adepticon. Right, literally two weeks before Adepticon, yeah. it got, gets canceled. And, this, and then it gets canceled again this year. So, especially coming from us where we are used to going out to places, we've been, you know, we've been to St. Louis to play tournaments. We've gone out and done stuff and we're used to like... We we're we we're type of we're those gamers who we want to go out and do stuff. We should probably qualify that we're in the Chicago land. We're in the Chicago area. land so area. So yes, in our backyard. So in our backyard. Know. But again, it's the one of the biggest things right. around, and it attracts people from all over the world. So we get super pumped and, about it. And, and on that note, if you have not been to Adepticon and you're go. at all interested in tabletop gaming, go find home. a way to go. go it's, the, it's incredible every year. If the it, eye candy if, alone. If it comes back. Yeah, yeah if it ever comes yeah, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's a topic for another day. Two times gone, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah it's going to hurt. Like you said, the hobby that. will change, and it's it, we'll, see, we'll see what happens when, you know, it, it, COVID. It, it, it might, you know what, as inconvenient as it sounds, it might come down to, you know, arc, arcing over the center of the table is a, you know, translucent uh, or transparent plastic barrier to separate you from your opponent. I don't know what that does to flyers. That would be unpleasant, you know, but... It's Force a whole field. other str- strategy to the game. Yeah. Well, you can't touch those models, you know. I'll, I'll yeah. do, I can't imagine even trying. I haven't even attempted to go out and play. Let's be fair. So, there's some yeah, people we don't want touching our models. Anyway, yes, you know, that's fair. But we, we yeah. won't bother. Another topic for another day. One, yeah. one thing I will say about, like, the state of play, state of the game, um, that I've noticed through this pandemic, and something that's helped, and, and I, will, I will give credit to Grant over here, who has really suckered me into I will say sucker maybe that's not the proper word into these yeah, other games I'm not you know, tricking you to do this <sighs> you know you're an adult don't pull my leg arm or anything else anymore no so so here I played you know for years and years playing GW games where you know even though you can play games like Kill Team and that where you have 10 miles on it we all know that GW people love to play massive games on a massive table with I mean I don't know how many thousands upon probably tens of thousands of points of Imperial Guard that I have I mean, you've seen my tanks. They cover a ping pong table, and there's still more. Wait, are we talking about your second army or okay, your first army? The yeah, fourth let's, army let's was go. the biggest, yeah, actually. Let's talk about but, how many right. times you've Re- built regardless that Regardless of so which good. army we're talking about. <laughs> I bought it one time. <laughs> I'm not buying another guard army. I'm keeping the one I have, I promise you. Your guard army has been passed around more times than... Okay. <laughs> so I love playing games like that. I love playing huge. And, and you know, there's once in a while I will still throw those down on the table for fun, you know, not competitively anymore. Um, but one thing I will say is that this pandemic thing, um, besides just money, it's, it's the kind of thing where, you know, you don't have time, especially as I get older and busier. I got a business to run. I've got three teenage daughters. I don't want to get into that. But, um, 
there's always I, I need time to game. I need time to play. And you know damn well that throwing down two thousand points of anything and trying to make that's it what a four hour commitment. Oh my god, how long does it take just yeah. to set up the game? A sometimes? timed tournament game is a three hour it's a three hour time. commitment. Right. Yeah. Now imagine okay. you know you're throwing down with your buddy over some beers and some snacks. Double it. Right, you know like, exactly, yeah. and then people are sitting around drinking, telling jokes, or whatever, mm-hmm. interrupting. A game like Infinity, a game like uh, even even uh, smaller games of um, War Machine, a game of Star Wars. We proved one night in the war room when guys were playing uh, 40k next door, and it took them like four hours. We had like three games of Star Wars, mm-hmm. you know, and we were playing casually in the time it took them to have one mm-hmm. 40k game. So what what I'm saying is it. It's not just about. I'm not dissing on uh, the GW systems because those are what they are and they're very popular. Crap. But I, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> crap. I mean, but, you just nailed it, though. I mean, not to go on a to go on a mini rant. We'll get back to you. But four hours, four hours. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. That's not fun on any level. I mean, maybe some people enjoy that. But I mean, if you're looking for a day of hobbying, yeah, go for it. But. Yeah. But who? Has, my point goes: Who has a day anymore? Nobody. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I work seven days a week with all the other mm-hmm. stuff going on, and I'm working on other people's stuff and this and that. And so I might, you know, sometimes I come over here at seven o'clock at night. We want to throw down. We've got like an hour and a half to play, and you know, and okay, yeah, Infinity. I've got ten or twelve models. Let's throw them on the table, and I'll kick your ass again. Yeah, um, so <laughs> big I'm facts. A horrible general. But you know, regardless, I think that's something that's come out of the pandemic for me specifically is the ability to get a hold of these other games and play them as as an older player. And I'm not that old for the record, but, but as an older player who doesn't have the time that I had when I was in college to kick around six hours for no reason at all, um, I like that. I like, I like the availability of the smaller games mm-hmm. and... I think they're a lot of fun. I think expanding into other games, not just sticking to one game and that's all you're about, you go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs about it, is huge to avoid burnout just in general. So I know when Little Jack and I uh, were... <laughs> he's not that... He's, he's actually bigger than I am and I'm the older brother, so <laughs> it's fine. But when we were doing our serious competitive fine. stuff... <laughs> I'm not salty about it at all. We've all got salty about it at all. We've all got complexes. It's a tiny little pillar of salt forming on the table right now. (laughs) All right. But when we were doing our serious uh, tournament competitive playing, I mean, we were at tournaments every other weekend. uh, Yeah, like during during the the on-season for us. Right. I mean, every month there was at least two tournaments we would try to get to. Yeah. And then there were the bigger tournaments that we would go to. We traveled to St. Louis. You know, we went out to Rockford and mm. went out to that place all the time, and it's a lot. It's it's a two day commitment. You're there gaming literally all day. Yep. You know, one game, one system, boom, 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 all the way down the line. And at that point in time, you're like, "Oh, this is great. I love it." Like, we're we're those type well, of guys. We're both like, single. Yeah, and exactly. You know, we had nothing better to do. But you know, then life hits you, and it's like, okay, now we do have something better to do. Yeah. And then new, these job. well, new jobs, everything, new right? You know? <laughs> but those games that Grant loves so much, they're they're actually they're a ton of fun. I mean, how well, many small games like Reichbusters is one that, oh, right one of my favorite games so of all time? Fun. It's because yeah. the four of us can get together on a random night, any night, an hour. That's a whole game, and it's yeah. a and it's a ton of fun. Like playing games like War Machine. I mean, thank God we got into War Machine. Because we needed it. We, we needed, needed it really yeah. bad. But one thing I've learned about all this too is the 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 idea of 
the other games because you do get burned off. And having for the longest time, there was probably like a 15 year period where all I played was GW games. And you get to a point where, especially when you've painted like another 4,000 points of something, whatever, you're like, geez, I just can't do this anymore. I want to go play computer games for a while. Or did I say that? I meant like video games. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, what, whatever. And there was times in my past where I've gone like like three or four months without touching any of my hobby stuff other than having a pickup game with somebody because they wanted to. Um, playing other systems, it's like, you know what, I'm, I'm burning out from the 40K. I want to paint some Star Wars stuff or, or I want to do something else. I watch something cool. I want to play some bolt action now. There's always something different to strike your fancy to the point where now... I don't have the burnout and, and the, the in-between. Now it's like I just shift from one game to another, and, and and that's great. And that's one way to do it, but never be afraid to just take a break from hobbying in True. general. You ain't got to yeah. always don't force it. building something. Don't or, force it. If you don't, you don't feel it, you don't feel it. That's, that's we what haven't, I found. Because of COVID, too, I mean, again, we haven't. I mean, the last time I even well, painted you, something was over a year ago. Yeah. And I, I played my first game of ninth edition. I played... I played a few games before, you know, things started to shut down and, you know, I was conflicted cuz, you know, again, GW and their great, you know, <laughs> whatever you want to call wonderful it, business wonderful model, business, uh, yeah, and their great intelligence, they were they were they were telling us like, "Oh, you're not going to need any more books, you're not going to need this." But again, never that was that yeah, never the end much of crap. supplements my ass. So, <laughs> again, I had to buy getting back into it, I had to buy three more books to play one freaking army. So, it's you know, that, that irritated me beyond all belief. And I was one of those people who was like, oh, they're changing terrain rules, like this, that, and the other thing. Okay, that's that kind of is gonna might be confusing for some people. Like, that's going to make gameplay a little longer. Now you got to discuss and argue about what's what on the table, blah, blah, blah. And when I actually played the game, it was like, okay, this actually isn't so bad. Like, it actually made it simpler. You know, we were, got into it really hard, and then everything got shut down. Couldn't play for over a year. Played my first game the other week. And it is kind of addicting. You play once, and it's like it's got you. Yeah, you want to be. It's back hooked. In. It's got you. Yeah, that's that's tabletop gaming, and that's but that's not just forty k. Well, yeah. I mean, and that that kind of leads into my state of play. Now, right before the pandemic, I mean, these guys know, but I got rid of everything forty k related that was in my house. Um, all my models, except for those Primarchs. Well, I mean, well those are really pretty, okay, though. Yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> yeah, my preciouses will be my preciouses, but everything else like, had to had to exit the house. Um, I, I hit a level of burnout, uh, a level of unfun experiences to the point where it it was a chore to paint it. It was a chore to read about it, and it was it was so arduous just to even build a list for me that it was painful to the point where I almost got rid of all of my hobbies. And, you know, when we take photos and we share with you guys, you'll understand that I am an addictive type of personality person where if I go in, I go in hard on all of the models. So I have to own all the factions. I have to own all the books. I need to read the lore. I need to get the special little plastic tokens just to mark the activation. But for me, that was, you know... The best decision was not exiting because, I mean, we're talking cutting friends off. We're talking losing a community and all of that for me. But what I realized is once I transitioned from GW, all of that extra money, all like uh, Jack Sr. hit on it a little bit, $150 for a Star Wars Legion almost tournament-ready army. You know, I mean, you're looking at that. You know, all the systems I play outside of GW, we're talking free rules online, free updates 
cheaper models, in my opinion, just as good sculpts depending on what you're looking at. And we're talking evolving systems. Marvel Crisis Protocol is, I think, a year, year and a half in, mm -hmm. and their sculpts are rivaling, in my opinion, some of the best GW models. I mean, we have Carnage coming out, Mysterio, you know, some really cool, amazing things. They are you know, awesome. Yeah, it brings childhood to uh, life. Spider-Man Phase 2, you know, the next Spider-Man in that one is just, it looks amazing. And, and I cannot be swayed into the idea that GW is the golden road for or, or the pinnacle for, for the hobbyist. And, and that is why I am just so far removed. And part of my state of play is I work from home now. So I'm surrounded by my hobby. I live in my hobby. And when I need a break from work, I can kind of retreat right back into my hobby, even if it's just for a 30-minute or a one-hour lunch break. And not many people have that luxury right now. But that's where I exist, and that's where I get those concerns where I have to think, where's my community going? Because I'm not a tabletop simulator advocate. I don't... I like I like what Little Jack was talking about. I like, I like being at the table. I like seeing the painted models. The tactile experience, right? Yeah, yeah it's I a mean, whole experience. I mean, more that's than anything, thing. because I'm not a tournament player. I'm probably the you know one of the guys here at the table that I've I've never really ventured into anything Adepticon related. I've never ventured outside of the state. I've never really played really anybody. But Grant is the best cheerleader. In the Actually, world, absolutely. he is the best wingman best. on the planet. There's no doubt about hey, it. Hey, your drink, your, your drink hand will man. always have a drink in yeah. it. And your dice <laughs> Everybody needs a grant. Everything yes. comes up sixes when I'm at the table. But but that being said, I'm probably one of the only one that hasn't played outside of our core group. I mean, I only feel comfortable playing our friends. Mm -hmm. You know, because I not just enjoy seeing my friends have fun. But I enjoy the banter, and it's and I enjoy the camaraderie that we have, and it's and it's really hard to bring outsiders into that. And you know, when you have such a tight knit group like we have, and it's not just our us four. Let's let's get that clear. We have we have an expanded group of friends that you know that we reach out to as well. But I mean, let's be honest. Like we are the nucleus of this little weird cell we've created. Yeah, and, true. And I mean, and this is the most fun that I have. Um, I always wanted to be mitochondria instead of nucleus. It sounds cool. You know, is that okay? It's the powerhouse of the cell, so you know. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I didn't but you're not the powerhouse. I mean, so I don't even know why you're <laughs> yeah. wow. I mean, wow. Wow. yeah. So, I mean, hey, you know. But I think, we, I think we did a good job, though, creating a club that we created in our area. Yeah. And I think we did a pretty good job of influencing the community in a positive way as long as we did. You know, yeah. I think we're still... I mean, again, things have obviously been tough to do, you know, with COVID well, hitting. But we, we can, I think that, that's a, that's an entirely like it's a topic for an entire episode. That could be a whole about, like, uh, ups yeah. and downs. Hey, yeah, yeah. And downs no of kidding. Running a, a gaming of running club. a gaming yeah. club. Yeah, it it's was, tough. It ain't easy. You know? yeah. um, and it's funny that like you mentioned what you did, Grant, because for anyone scoffing at like his the mention he made of his collection, I'm staring at. A fraction of it right now in display cases against one entire wall of his living room um, and yes when I say fraction I mean fraction the pictures will stun many of you and literally every primary <laughs> the unpainted painted. models that are in my house <laughs> will cause me shame that will last me until but to be fair <laughs> to be fair <laughs> to be fair <laughs> the painted models that you have over here will make up for that because the yeah, ones that are painted are absolutely beautiful and yeah. you guys will see it I mean 
Well, yeah. The, I mean, it, yeah, you guys, yeah. you'll see it. It's yeah, amazing. They're really, really, really amazing stuff. Yeah. And speaking of, uh, we do have a Facebook page, which we will use to be posting a lot of these pictures. We'll be looking at other social media platforms as well. So please go over and check out State of Play uh, on Facebook. Um, and speaking of that as well, uh, we are going to be going in a lot more depth. This was kind of a just a conversation about the state of our own personal hobby today. But I think next episode, we're really going to delve into some details about what it means, you know, for us to be looking at the hobby from where we are. For me looking to rekindle my hobby when I haven't touched it, from how Jack's continuing during doing his hobby, how Andy's relearning 40K and looking at other, you know, games, and then Grant covering literally every other game system under the sun that, that you know, emerges yeah. In the marketplace. We, we got tons of topics coming up from, you know, what we feel about the conventions, you know, the situation with that, local hobbies as people start coming out. Gaming of with COVID. Yeah, yeah, gaming with COVID. Uh, coming out of your hobby holes, getting back into new stuff all, all across the board, um, you know, as well as some fun stuff. We're going to be doing, you know, some various things that are to be announced, uh, but some painting, some building, some games. We're definitely going to fill you in on what us four we're doing as a group as a whole. But that being said, we would also like to hear from you. So if you have any questions, you don't like what we're saying, or you just want to call Jack Senior a big stupid idiot, please. By all means, do <laughs> suggestions and questions, please. Yeah, please, yeah. yeah. please uh, email us at soppodcast.us at gmail.com. All right, that about does it for this session, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great night. <laughs>